Welcome to Dead Folks Tales, a New Orleans-centric podcast exploring Southern Gothic stories, history, and hauntings with your host, paranormal and fantasy author, Nola Nash. Find out more at nolanash.com. Now, let's talk about dead people. Hi, and welcome back to Dead Folks Tales. We've been gone for a while. We've been on hiatus, but I am so excited to come back with this particular show because this is awesome. So I have my new friend because I feel like I know her now. <laughs> we've, we've been talking for a while. Uh, Clara Goodchild is here, and I feel like I've known Claire because of her tarot deck. And she has the most beautiful tarot deck, the Antique Anatomy tarot deck. It is gorgeous. I don't have it with me. My friend Rebecca has it, uses it religiously. I mean, loves that deck. And I'm going to have to get my own because we fight over it now. But what I have that Rebecca doesn't is Claire's brand new book, The Book of Seances. It has the same look to it as the Antique, uh, Antique Anatomy tarot cards. And you can see some of them on the front there. Claire's artwork is just stunning. This is a fantastic book. And Claire, thank you so much for joining us today to talk about this book. It is stunning. I mean, you guys take a look at some of this stuff. It's, the book itself is beautiful. It is fantastic to hold in your hand. It is easy to read, easy to use. And it is a magnificent reference for all things seances. And what I loved about this book too, is you're kind of loose usage of the term seance because you can do these as a one person. So anytime that you are talking to spirits or connecting with anyone on the other side, you're considering that a seance, which I love because it really does, it, it does kind of encompass that. And it takes a lot of the idea that you have to be a medium, you have to be in this group, you have to be holding hands in a circle at a table to talk to other people. And that's intimidating. You're like, but I want to talk to my grandmother. And maybe that's who you want to talk to, but you're not, you know, at a Victorian, you know, you know, we're not doing the whole big thing with the you know, knock on the table three times. So I love that you have put so much and so many different ways that we can have our own seance, our own experience with that. But this is a massive undertaking. It is a huge guidebook in so many ways and yet really easy to use. So how did you, when you sat down and said, this is the project I want to work on now, how did you break this down? How did you even tackle something that is so comprehensive? So I really wanted to write something that I would have found useful if I was starting out with spirit communication. If I was a total beginner, what would I be looking for? But then I was like, well, I want experienced divination people, witches, even mediums to be able to use it. So I kind of sprinkled that in as well. So you can like begin with the book and you can progress with the book as well. But yeah, it's a, it's a lot to do. I think There's so much you in know, here. <laughs> yeah. As an author, right. You want to include everything. You do. Now, one of the things that I love because I'm a history nut too. I mean, obviously we're talking about, you know, I talk about a, a lot on this show too. I love the history behind all of these different things, whether we are talking about divination with cards, with books, with all sorts of things, um, everything from you know, from pendulums to whatever, 
you've got the history of where this comes from and all of the different cultures that contributed to what we know now <laughs> as kind of that modern practice. That's a lot of research to do. Yeah. I mean, how, did, how does that come about? I mean, did you get lost in that? I go down rabbit trails. I like find something. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to go research this now. And I yeah. Forget, oh, yeah, I'm writing a book. <laughs> I gotta come yeah, back. it you really do. You do get lost in it. And I wanted to include history because I think when it comes to seances and anything to do with paranormal, there's a lot of myth that gets circulated as fact, right? Yes. So I really wanted to cover what I could as much as I could. Um, I think the spirit board chapter that really comes through. Like, I'm like, mm. I have to set this straight because <laughs> yeah. it's all over the place. So that felt good. But yeah, the history, I think you shouldn't use something unless you kind of have an idea about where it came from. I really like that. And you do address some of the myths. Like, here's the mm. myth. <laughs> here's here's what people are going to say. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is the pushback you may get. <laughs> but this is what it really is. And I think a lot of the the things that people, people don't use this particular type of meditation. And honestly, it's a meditation. And you address that as well. Like anytime that you're going to sit down and focus on something like this, if you consider it a meditative process, then it takes a lot of the, you know, the hocus pocus, heebie-jeebies kind of things out of it. Mm -hmm. And it actually becomes something that is very calming and very centering for you to do. And I love that approach. And I think the lesson of the history, where it came from, debunking some of the myths that go along with it, not only add validity to the practice and the time that you are spending with it, but I think it makes it even that much more meaningful because you know that this is something that is part of kind of the human fabric, the human spiritual fabric of, of course, you know, it's this tapestry of, of, learning and exploring and spirituality that has all come together from across the globe, all over the place into this kind of melting pot that we have now. And what a beautiful way to connect with not only history and ancestors, but just other cultures and humanity as well. Did you feel like that was kind of part of your mission too, was to kind of make this something that, that people could feel that connection just that's bigger than them? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, you put it, I think, more eloquently than, than I I did. Um, but yeah, like when you when you're talking to spirits, you know, we all come from the same places and we have that human connection. And when you really think about um, everything that's gone into communicating with them. So let's say you're using tarot whoever made that deck designed it but who printed it what paper is it on like things like that all connects too right so mm -hmm. it, it really does become like a meditation and a ritual and i love that i love that that idea of it too the meditation starts for me with you know which deck am i going to pick which mm -hmm. tool do i want to use because different different moods, different feelings, different, you know, just even spiritual places that you are, even just the questions that you're, that you're wanting to ponder seem like it's going to fit better with that certain tool. And if you kind of listen to your intuition about what tool you want to use, then I think that you are more likely going to connect with what you want to connect with because it feels 
good to you in that moment. And I love that you give us so many different tools that we can use mm -hmm. and never saying this one is like the end all be all, but you could also do this if you, you know, if, you, if you're not good at this, then you can <laughs> do this. You know, it's kind of a, this is your tool for the moment. This is what, you know, mm -hmm. And I love that you say, spend time with it. Don't yeah. bail on it after like 20 <laughs> minutes ago. Nope, can't do that. <laughs> you know, I love that that's, yeah. that's part of it is, is really kind of digging in with that particular tool and mm -hmm. giving it and yourself a chance to right. learn it, to feel it, to let it speak to you. You give us as, as new practitioners, but also as people who are experienced permission to to not get it right the first time to mm -hmm. not have that moment and it's okay so i feel like you know i kind of thought getting started with all of it you know if i don't get the answers that i want right away if i don't feel that connection <laughs> right. right away then that just means i'm not good at this and, and i just you know <laughs> spirits want to talk to me and you know that's kind of sad because you know there were things i wanted to do but you know the way that you explain it to us is like you know just like any other conversation, it might take time to warm up until <laughs> you got to figure out yeah. how to connect. And it's, it's on you as well as what's on the other side and kind of providing that, mm -hmm. that two way conversation. And not everybody wants to talk at the same time, you know, not everybody is up right. to having that conversation right then. So the persistence and that encouragement mm -hmm. is great throughout this book. And yeah. again, any level of expertise on this, whether you're just mm -hmm. starting out or whether you've been doing this for a long time, even if you're doing it a long time, you got days where it just doesn't go right. <laughs> you're just like, that's, exactly. that makes no sense. <laughs> that doesn't make no. any sense uh. to me at all. And then you have those mind blowing moments like, whoa, that was awesome. And then the next time you try to recapture that, you can't. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a whole Ugh. thing. I mean, as you were learning to do all of these and then, you know, mm -hmm. to, to be able to talk about them, I know that you've, you've had your hands on all of these different types of divination. Yep. Do you find that you change what you're using often or do you kind of have your go-to because that's the comfortable thing for you? So my go-to... I definitely have. And that's like tarot, but now I'm leaning Just more Oracle decks even exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I've started adding in automatic writing at the same time. So no. I, I want like to talk about automatic paper. writing for a minute. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Something that, you know, I have, I've read about, there are legends about one of the most mm -hmm. famous pictures of Marie Laveau was done through automatic drawing. So, I mean, it's, it's like, it, it is part of that Louisiana culture and, and then just, just mm -hmm. the whole divination thing. I don't know that I could turn my own conscious brain off as an author. <laughs> I would be right. so afraid that what I'm doing is writing the story that I want to hear. <laughs> How do you separate that? I don't think you necessarily have to, um, you know, I was thinking and, and talking about this earlier, but like, I think I automatic wrote the book. Um, oh, I love that. So yeah, like bits, so bits and pieces could be you, but there are other pieces. Have you ever like had an experience where you're like, I don't know where that came from, but yeah, all the time. You know. <laughs> Yes. And that's that, actually, I've that's, said that about my own books. You know, I, I have to right. write. I yeah. feel like they always come through me, not to me. And mm -hmm. and that's exactly. kind of that's the, what it is. when you're really in the groove. And I think actually it happens to a lot of authors and they just don't want to admit that because <laughs> they're right? like, you know, this is my work and I worked really hard. I thought about it. But then we all talk <laughs> about those moments yeah. 
that just really kind of flow. Mm -hmm. It's like coming out, like the floodgates have opened up and all of a sudden the words are on the page and you don't know what happened. And I love those moments. And I wish more people would kind of give credit to, to where that actually comes from. So I guess if, if mm -hmm. we're talking about automatic writing and keeping, you know, letting it be your story, then yes, mm -hmm. I think I have had that experience. Right. I don't know that I've ever had that experience though in having like a conversation, like trying to connect with someone specifically right. on the other yeah. side. Is that something that you use that for, for a specific person or do you just use it more for almost that stream of consciousness? What do I need to know? What do I need to hear kind of a thing? Both, I think. Um, when I'm When I have it alongside tarot, then it's a little more specific um, mm -hmm. which you might find helpful, right? Like yeah, if, if I might you get, that. you know, you get some ideas as, as you're looking at a card. Um, yeah. It's funny that you say all authors do that because when I was recording the audiobook version, um, I was like, who wrote this? Like, <laughs> this is great. I don't remember any of this, but it's fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I, I really think that's what automatic writing is and people, they get worried, you know, like it comes back to the, I'm not going to be good at it thing, mm -hmm. but like, just try, you know, what's the worst that could happen? You just have some scribbles on a paper that you can recycle. Like, well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that is the worst that could happen. And yeah. so much of this, you take the, the creep factor out of it. Like, this isn't weird. This mm -hmm. isn't creepy. You're not going to unleash the demons of hell in your house. I mean, it's not going to happen. The worst that's going to happen is, well, nothing. I mean, that's yeah. sort of like, mm, you sat there and exactly. you had some quiet time for a while, but nothing really right? happened. But, you, you know, you keep at it and then maybe something will mm -hmm. happen. But it's always, it's always brought back to that meditative, that that quiet conversation with either mm -hmm. your inner self or those that may need to speak to you or, the, or, you know, just you may need to speak to someone else. And it's kind of parting the curtain, opening the veil just a little bit mm -hmm. and saying, you know, Hey, this, you know, I'm over here. You want to talk to me, yeah. kind of sit down. It's almost like having a cup of tea, <laughs> you know, we're going to sit down. We're going to exactly. have a cup of tea. We're going to have a talk. There's nothing you don't have that big production of the, you know, the big Victorian seance rooms. Mm -hmm. You know, you've all you've seen it in movies. We've we've seen mm -hmm. the not three times on the table if you're here thing. And, you know, it may work for people. Yep. And it, it can be fun to have those big <laughs> kind of ambiance filled seances now and again. But I love that you teach us that we don't have to have that in order yeah. to have the same experience. And I think that that's truly kind of been my biggest takeaway from reading this, other than the background and the history, which of course, being the history mm -hmm. nut I love, is just the permission that you give mm -hmm. us to just be in that moment. And whatever happens yeah. in that moment is okay. It's okay. Exactly. And, yeah. and it's I, I, just precious. I mean, it's just, you just go, wow, she's so nice. <laughs> Thanks for telling me that. I needed to know that yeah. because I don't know anything about automatic writing and this is great. <laughs> You want to try new things because you've, you're so encouraging yeah. with it. I think that's important. You've got, let's see, oh, I'm going to open it up here because I want to see like all the different things that we have that we mm -hmm. can try. We've got, we have got words I can't even, what, what's the, abdomen, abdomency? There you go. You said it, not me. <coughs> but we've got <laughs> scrying. We've got, um, what is, what, tessography? Tessography? Did I say that right? 
I don't know. Words that I know on paper. Tassiography. There it is. With the A on it. Spirit boards. Cartomancy. Cartomancy. Cartomancy, of course, is tarot cards. Um, all kinds of things. I like the bibliomancy. Using the books. Oh, me too. I, I love books that idea. So human, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's also kind of a universal thing because, you know, even though people are going, oh, you know, this is that. You know, that's for the atheists. That's for those people. Honestly, it's no different than opening up a Bible and just saying, you know what? What do I need to hear today? What do I need? Exactly. I have got things weighing on my heart and my mind. I'm going to open up my Bible and see what it says. It's, mm -hmm. it's very similar in practice to that. It's just simply right. taking whatever feels right to you at that moment and doing essentially the same thing, whether it is your Bible, whether it is just, you know, your favorite book. You know, there are, oh, there are things to be found in that any book that you can connect with, you can do that with. And I think that's something that if we put our prejudices aside a little bit mm -hmm. and just say, hey, this is what I need in my heart and my, my space, my mind, I'm going to see what's going to make me feel better. And whether yeah. you believe that it's coming from yourself, your heart, you know, your God, whatever you think that is sending that to you, it's all about the comfort that you find in the moment. Yeah, I, I think that's really nice to think of that way, you know, and I think that people who believe in the paranormal are more like that. Like we're mm -hmm. more open, like, okay, maybe it's not from this, but I'm going to believe it is. And yeah, that's what matters. I think yeah. so too. And I think honestly, it's, it is so much about what our soul needs at that moment. Where it comes mm -hmm. from, as long as it is one of those things that makes you feel at peace, you have caused no harm, and you right. have simply found your own peace, who really cares <laughs> where it comes <laughs> from? You know, you have found something in your own way, whatever tools you use, whatever method that you choose, and you've got so many that you can try in this book. And yeah. again, spend some time with them. Decide, you know, hey, I've, I've gotten really good at this. This is I'm pretty comfortable with, but I'm going to stretch myself a little bit. and I'm going to learn how to do this. Um, yeah. You know, scrying has always been something that, you know, it's new to me. You know, candle scrying, me I, I, like, I actually like doing that. And I don't know, like mirrors and water, I, I haven't really gotten into that, which is really funny because my most recent book is called House of Mirrors and their soul stuck in them. And so we don't want to, you know, it's like not going to go stare at those souls too much. Um, get offended. I'm staring at them. But I like the idea of the candle scrying. And I've done that before where you just kind of yeah. let that gaze soften. Mm -hmm. And you almost, then it's how many of us sit and stare at a campfire or a fireplace and there's that calming feeling like your thoughts just kind of start to flow you kind of open up a little bit you just mm -hmm. relax and candle scrying is very much the same way for me because it's yeah. that that warm glow of that candle you're focused on that that just the movement of the flame and it's you know you're you're unfocused you're on it you're not staring at the light there you're going to end up with spots in front of your eyes, but it is giving you something to to center on. That's yeah. going to kind of then kind of buffer the noise, the the just the chaos, the static that's around you, mm -hmm. and you never know what's going to come into your mind. And and honestly, so many of us have done it sitting in front of a campfire. And you don't really realize that's what you're doing because you didn't really go into it with that intent. But in this case, it's having that same experience, but with intent. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
And I like candle scrying because your senses, even though you're relaxed, your senses are engaged. So if you mm-hmm. use like a scented candle, like, and mm-hmm. I think people forget that stuff. Like you actually are engaged in it, but you're relaxed. So yeah. fire is really uh, interesting in that way, right? Like it soothes mm-hmm. us, but we yeah. still get kind of alert around fire. Um, and yeah, with good reason too. And I think that, that yeah. it, it, it's that balance between being alert and being so relaxed that allows those thoughts to still come through and whatever you're trying to connect with to still come through because you are still conscious enough. And, you know, you're not totally in that Zen meditative state yeah. where you're almost asleep. You know, you're yeah. still aware enough to, to kind of still allow those thoughts to mm-hmm. be understood and you know even if they don't make so much sense to you at the moment it's something that you're going to remember because you're alert enough around that fire to do that and and i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's human nature we're going to be we're going to be alert around fire (laughs) that's just what we do it's the same thing i mean (laughs) we got to do that but we are allowing that that defense mechanism that wall that we tend to put up that you know here's here's the world and I'm going to keep it out here kind Mm -hmm. of a thing we allow that to break down just a little bit and there's something relaxing about sitting there with that candle and I love you know the scented candle idea I'll Mm -hmm. put oils you know I'll dress the candle with the oils and just you know let that smell I love the smell of, of just whatever the oil that goes with whatever you're your intent is, your intention is, mm-hmm. whatever the question is that you have. And the, engaging so many of your senses is so important too, because it makes it such an immersive experience for you. And what, a, you know, we do that with meditation too. We have, you know, our, our oils going in our, you know, the aromatherapy stuff going, we've got, you know, incense burning, whatever it is. There's something about that as well that gives us that other thing to focus on too and it just sets, mm. it's all about setting setting the mood but you can sit there and do right. it too on a bus if you want to i mean not with a fire but yeah. I mean, pull a card out pull a book out i mean if you're if you're on a bus somewhere and you know you're riding across town mm-hmm. and you've got a question open a book like you can yeah. still do it and it's accessible i love that oh perfect i was just gonna say like yeah i wanted stuff in there that is accessible so like even if you can't get a tarot deck you can get a book from the library you know like you can do this with a pen and paper you can do it with a book you can get dominoes from the dollar store you know like that was important to me too that everyone has something exactly we get intimidated by things like Mm -hmm. astrology numerology while those things are fascinating in their own right, they involve a lot of memorization, a yeah. lot of, you know, um, just you, you got to know what all of these things are yeah. and how it coordinates. <laughs> you know, you're like, I don't know. You know, it's like, I don't know where Mars is. I just depend on everyone else to tell me about the Mercury retrograde. I can find that out on Facebook. You know, that's that's <laughs> what I know about astrology. I know what my sign is. And I know when someone will let me know in a, in a meme on Facebook when Mars is, you know, we've got Mercury well, in retrograde. <laughs> well, right now I'm, we have Mars in retrograde. We got so. Mars right now. So, you know, like, things yeah. are crazy. But, you know, it's... That may may be intimidating to people because there's so much yeah. to learn. But yeah. you can open a book. You can you know really get your hands on the tools that you need for these things really simply, and mm-hmm. to have that experience with as much 
or as little as you are comfortable putting into it. If you want the big production, you want the the huge seance, have a party, get exactly. everybody together, let's do it. Yeah. You know, light yeah. some candles, turn all the lights off, hold hands. We can do this. It's fun. But, you know, you can also have that moment by yourself, which is yeah, just fantastic. on your couch in your pajamas like I do. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and that to me is what makes this book so special is that your voice that's in it is giving us that permission to try new things. You're encouraging of your readers and you have done it in such a beautiful, beautiful format that just feels good Thank in your you. hand. That is easy on the eyes. That is just, you <laughs> want to open this book and you want to really delve in. And I think that this is, this is a huge you're going to be very successful with this. I can tell Thank because you. anybody so. who gets their hands on it <laughs> is going to love it. I mean, just even the hardback cover, y'all, it is just beautiful. I cannot oh, tell hard, you. Oh, oh. I love the hardcover. It's, I got so lucky with like the publisher like, that they like saw the vision, like, mm -hmm. and they, they just executed it perfectly. So. This is not a book to put on your bookshelf. And pull no, out when you want it. This it is a book to leave table. out. It does. <laughs> yeah. This goes on the side table. It goes on the coffee table. Set your deck of tarot cards on top of it. Like, just have it at the ready. Because you're. it's just too pretty just to stick away. Like, you just can't do that because you're going to go, I want to look at the pictures again. <laughs> I want to <laughs> read that part again, you know. And it's, it's well-researched, well-done, and well-written, well-illustrated. It's a tremendous accomplishment for a book. And Thank I'm you. so glad that your publishers were able to, to execute the vision that you had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, how lucky is that? How often do we go, hmm, that wasn't quite what I, <laughs> there are horror stories where it's like, that's not the cover at all. Yeah. But this really is, it just has such a great feel. It's that matte cover. So it's, yeah. it, it's just so nice to have in your hand the paper is nice and thick and just oh it's good stuff it is really good stuff and although I mean we've got the the red and the green and I mean the, even the ink colors are coordinating with the art it's <laughs> fantastic they, they've done a great job as far as putting it all together but I have to ask you because we're talking about seances so we're getting away from mm -hmm. the book for just a second as wonderful as the book is I want to talk about I mean clearly You've had experiences in seances. Yes. So this would not have been something that you wanted to to write a whole book about. We know how long it takes mm -hmm. to put a book together. You yeah. gotta like the subject area <laughs> if you're gonna spend that amount of time in it. So what are some experiences for you that have stood out among your seance experiences? I mean, obviously we don't wanna tread into personal things that you know you may not mm -hmm. want to share, but something that you might feel comfortable sharing that has happened to you in a seance. So in, so I think the the seance that really like set everything in motion was not intentional. I mean, it was intentional, but I didn't know that's what I was doing. And I, I put that story in the cardomancy section, but a friend of mine was missing and I didn't know what to do. So, you know, tarot readers, we go to what we're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And so I asked for like, you know, clues about where he might be and the card showed me the circumstances of his death which were then confirmed two and a half two two-ish months later um and that I think that really like set the spark in my mind like oh there's something here I have to confirm like if I can talk to my friend mm -hmm. through the cards 
what else can I do with cards? What else can I do with all these different forms yeah. of divination? So, and that had to that feel one, really good to know that you had that actual connection that was confirmed mm -hmm. that you, yeah. It, and then it had to have brought you some, well, just closure, if nothing else. And then yeah. that confidence to know I can do this. Mm -hmm. There are people there that are waiting to talk to me that, that are available. Yeah. Should I need them? Um, mm -hmm. You know, we have different relationships with people. What, you know, when they were here with us physically, we have a certain relationship with them. And sometimes that's just the person you need to talk to. Yeah. And so when they exactly. are, when they have crossed over, how wonderful to be able to say, you know, this is the person who would have the best advice for me on that. Mm -hmm. And now you've given us so many different tools and the guidance, the explanation, even with the tarot cards, having the different, it, it's not just about what does the tarot card mean and tarot reading, it's how to use right. that as a communication tool. It changes the game a little bit with tarot here, taking mm -hmm. a that we know a tool that we're, we may be comfortable with because let's be honest when most of us start doing divination tarot is where we go because the pictures exactly. make them easy for us to learn from I mean it's, we mm -hmm. have the visual but this this changes the tool it's the same comfortable tool but it gives us a new way to use it yeah so that now we have something that we're actually comfortable doing and you know bridging that gap that might have been difficult for us to actually cross on our mm -hmm. own and, and to yeah. not have something that we're comfortable with. And I love that. I love that you, you do give us both aspects of it. Like here's what the card is. Here's what, mm -hmm. what we're used to with it. And then here's what that can actually mean. So we have the traditional meaning and the spirit message. Yeah. And it's, it's so awesome to be able to use that. And what a great way, you know, even if you just want to say, you know, my dad died. Um, he was one of the very first COVID deaths. I mean, in the country, oh. he was, it was April to, you know, 2020, the U.S. death toll had not even reached 10,000 when we I'm lost so my death. sorry. About this. There was no closure. It was a yeah. rough, rough way to lose him. And to be able to pull a card that I'm comfortable yeah. with, a card that I know, and just say, Daddy, what do I need to know today? What's going on today, Daddy? You know, and just yeah. have that card and that connection to him something that I'm comfortable with, that I know that I can understand the message clearly. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a gift that, that you've given so many people that may have wanted to try this kind of communication, but were afraid of either failing or mm -hmm. having to learn something so new and different to them that it yeah. just, it wasn't going to be something that they were going to stick with, but you've given us very easy tools to use and some great, great advice for using those tools. And I think that this has been a remarkable book. And I, I mean, I hope that it becomes one of those references that are kind of everybody must have this. I mean, I, I think everybody must have this. I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. It's fantastic, y'all. And I mean, I say a lot of good things about a lot of books, but I, I think I have probably bragged on this one a bit more than I, than I have too many things because it is so useful and it is so user friendly and it is near and dear to my heart because I do enjoy you know, that reaching out. I'm not a medium. I, I've mm -hmm. always wished I was. <laughs> and this is going to get me as close to that as I have the innate abilities to do. You know, I will never be a medium. If you're not a medium, you're not a medium. And you, you get over that. But you've given me the tools 
that I can use to kind of make up for the fact that I'm not a medium. A medium may not need all of these. They may have their own way of connecting and the spirits mm-hmm. kind of tend to find them. And while the spirits tend to find me, I don't always understand them. You know, right. a, a, a medium friend of mine said, you were both a beacon and a magnet. They're going to see you <laughs> and they're going to hang out a while. I'm right. going, great. What do they want? <laughs> I don't know. You're going to have to figure that out. I'm like, great. I mean, yeah. I have a little girl that likes yeah. to play with my technology. I know her name is Sarah and I know she likes my oh, technology. Well. She was a little girl that died in New Orleans of yellow fever. I know these oh, things man. about her. Part yeah. of that comes from Willow, who was the medium <laughs> at the time. And she's like, here's some things you need to know about Sarah. Like, okay. But yeah. she came back with me. Yeah. And so she hangs out with me all the time. And so sometimes it's like, all right, you know, she's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Like, what, what do I need to know? What are you trying to mm-hmm. tell me? And so being able to pull some of these tools out is actually going to strengthen that relationship too. So yeah, you've got lots of different ways that you can engage with these strategies, with these tools, and just with your amazing advice and lessons in here. So this, I mean, you are so young to have done so much no. wonderful stuff. This, I think I look younger than I am. <laughs> but thank you for the compliment. I'm older than I look, and I think... You know, it surprises people, but uh, (laughs) I think, yeah, the, I'm really sorry about your dad. That that's awful. But it wasn't at the same time. I'm like, Oh, I can give someone comfort, like the same kind of comfort I needed because my friend was not my father, but like my stepfather. Mm -hmm. So the closure that you can get, you know, and I think that's really important for people. And I think if I can only affect one person and, and that person's you, then that is what feels good. Like, oh, I wrote the book for you, you know, well, you've so absolutely done that. And so take that with you as you know, you go forth and continue to do just great things with this. Um, I will do what I can do to make sure Thank folks you. know about this book. Um, it is truly remarkable. And gorgeous again i think when you have a pretty book and you keep it out you're more likely to use it than that right? book that's kind of bland exactly. and you're just going eh, i mean it's a good resource but you know it's kind of like yeah. hard to through. <laughs> this is one right. that i found myself just sitting on the couch reading like i'm just yeah. reading it like i may not even necessarily be wanting to do any of this right now it's, it's not like i'm i'm getting the tool out and i'm working with it it's just an interesting mm-hmm. book to read because of the history because of the just yeah. all the information that's there it's a good read too. So I mean, you've quite a bit here and I'll, I'll be Thank very you. honest with you that this, this will be, I, I think, you know, give it some time. It's brand new, but give it some time. And I think this is going to be one of those resources that becomes um, kind of one everybody needs. And has. You're going to make so. me tear up, but <laughs> Thank you. Well, well. I didn't mean to make you cry, but I mean, this is truly, I mean, you spent so much time with it. So what you need to hear is what people who haven't spent that much time with it mm. are getting from it. And that if that yeah. validates you and yeah. the work that you did, the time does, that you put does. into it, then know that it was time well spent. Absolutely. That really makes me feel good. Well, I'm so glad. And I do want to have you back because I want to talk yeah. about your tarot deck. And I'll, I'll steal Rebecca's <laughs> so that I can. <laughs> 
I actually have it in my hands um, because well, we were we were doing tarot readings at the mall once and we had your deck there. We, we had several different decks and we were like playing with that one. And, you know, we had the Light Seekers one and like all these different decks that we were playing. Oh, that's with, but... a great deck too. Light Seekers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We like each have one. a copy of that one. So we each have our own Light Seekers deck. But I was like, <laughs> okay, if I wanted off with the <laughs> she noticed. <laughs> She'd notice she uses it yeah. all the time, but we'll talk about that one too. And I'm, I want the card in the book in my hand, because again, like she said, the book that's with it is as mm -hmm. valuable a resource as the cards themselves. So whatever you are putting into the literature that goes with the tools is, is valuable stuff. So we're going to talk about that one too, because I think it's, it's something everyone needs to have as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm excited about it. <laughs> Well, Claire, it has been my pleasure getting to talk to you today. And thank you and your publisher so much for the copy of the book. It is going to be something that I will continue to use and continue to treasure. So um, when you talk to Fanta, please tell her and I'll, I'll email her myself mm -hmm. as well and let her know mm -hmm. that this was this was truly, truly a wonderful experience for me. And I hope for oh, you as good. well. And I hope that you will come back it, and join us. Yeah, you, you touched my my cold Aquarius heart. So. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's actually a hard thing to do for the Capricorn here over here, Miss Logic. <laughs> you know? I'm a lunar Aquarius, so we're going to tap into the lunar Aquarius side. See, I'm a lunar Capricorn, so. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. well, there we are. Perfect. <laughs> So we will we'll allow our signs to do their mm -hmm. thing and, and, you know, yeah. give each other that support. And I, I just, I, I hope all of the best things for you as this book makes its Thank way you. out into the world because it is much, much deserved, much deserved. Thank you. Well, we will I talk really again soon and mm -hmm. let everyone know where they can find the book, find you just to connect with you as well. Oh, yeah. So you can find me at Black in the Moon on Instagram or blackinthemoon.com. That's like my design company name. Um, and the name. book can be found everywhere you know uh you know, barnes and noble amazon but also a lot of small stores are carrying it too i wish i had the list but i yeah it's is it distributed around. through ingram if it's distributed um, through ingram then probably anywhere like your favorite bookstore online you know if you have that little bookstore search online first and that's yeah. kind of what i always you know we love the zon they give us the stars yeah. and all that but come on if we want to support the small people and we do yeah. Um, oftentimes whenever I'm going to look for something, I'll, I'll look on those, those small bookstore websites. If it can be bought through them, then I will do it that way. Then we go over to Amazon and we, we, we put our review there for the rest of the world. <laughs> but if we can find it there, look for it there guys. But however you get it, make sure that you go and get this beautiful book of seances and let's see sticky notes already <laughs> gotta have it's my favorite thing i um, love I, I mark every page in everything i read so i'm um, an english major an english teacher i annotate the <laughs> heck out of stuff <laughs> well claire thank you so much for joining me we are going to have a good time when we talk tarot with you next time. And for everyone else, thank you so much for joining us. This has been our first episode back from hiatus on Dead Folks Tales. With, that is a copywritten podcast of Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Dancing on